Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, White Sox fans. Brett Valentini, lucky enough to host another post-game podcast for Southside Sox. It's post-game, pod- post-game podcast number 10, and it's a White Sox win. Three and one on the season. I mean, technically, really, it's like three and a half or three and three quarters and one because really, do we even count that first loss? Thank you, Liam Hendrickson. Almost frightening again, but we'll get to that. We'll talk about Liam last because we got a lot of highlights to talk about. First... We've got the six-packer for the day, representing the Indianapolis field office. It is Crystal O'Keefe, working on the Bird App recap. It's Christina Erdo. We call her Anthony today. And first-time podcaster. We've got the camera right. We've got everything rolling. It's Whitney Hale. Welcome, Whitney. Hey, it's great to have you on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. All right, uh, three to two, should have been three to one, three to two, White Sox win. Hey, all that matters, it's a home opener win against a team that is somewhat formidable. Uh, I guess let's talk about the guy you got to talk about in a game like this. It's Luis Robert, who, as I think I pointed out in my recap, uh, won the game with uh, glove, foot, legs, uh, a few other body parts and pieces, brain, uh, adjusted really well from really bad first at bat to basically just own the rest of the game. Uh, Luis Robert uh, reactions because man, was he fun to see today. I can't wait until he wins MVP and gold glove and every other award you could possibly give him because man, he deserves it. As predicted by Crystal O'Keefe, MVP for Luis Robert uh, this year. Uh, uh, Whitney, uh, Christina, I got to imagine you're digging uh, La Pantera. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the stolen bases are what I'm excited to see because I was looking for that all of last year and I'm excited to see it two in one inning. So, uh, you know, getting those runs and things like that were big, stealing those bases. So um, I'm excited to see that. I'm hoping to continue to see that in the future. Yeah, there's so much talk about him. Maybe his legs weren't back. You know, he did come back, did look good, but, you know, just maybe wasn't fully confident or maybe even fully healthy uh, last year. Oh, I think he's fully healthy. I was just stealing bases <laughs> at will. Uh, Christina, feeling it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he seemingly was everywhere today on the field. I mean, he was like that ball in deep center um, kind of made me nervous, but um, I was, it was amazing. Catch. And then you remembered it's Louis. So yeah, exactly. Like we don't have to worry about it. I mean, even Aloy made that catch against the wall and didn't get injured. So a uh, high fives all around to everybody, but I agree with Whitney. The stolen bases was fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's stealing third and be even getting in that situation where we can score a run, um, with what would have been a double play. So that was huge. And mm-hmm. it, that was really what gave us that insurance run in the win, honestly, because the ninth inning was kind we of did, Yeah, we didn't think we'd need it, and we ended up needing it again. That's the second <laughs> half of this podcast. All right, uh, flip side, a lot of people giving uh, Velasquez a lot of credit, and listen, he deserves some uh, credit. He definitely did at least minimally what you would have hoped he did. Four innings, would have liked to maybe see more, but okay, uh, was a little bit inefficient, but it ended up not hurting them in part. <laughs> he's got to give the game ball to the wind because there definitely would have been more runs scored against him. Had there not been a howling wind blowing, knocking uh, baseballs down into uh, Eloy's uh, glove. And amazingly <laughs> he made those catches, but uh, spared the bullpen enough. Uh, happy with uh, how Vince did uh, first outing. Yeah, I think he, I honestly thought he did great. I do wish he had went, at least to five, but I think I read somewhere earlier that they had only predicted he was going to go four anyway, because he felt a little rusty, but I was, I mean, I, I think the bar was maybe in hell for me with him, (laughs) but it clearly exceeded. He did clear it. Yeah. Okay. He cleared it. He's not maybe in heaven. Thank God he's still alive and he's not in uh, Keelan's heaven either, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, spared the, Spared the bullpen enough. The bullpen's going to be taxed. You know that. You know that's what it is. Uh, uh, Whitney, uh, Christina, your your thoughts on uh, Vince and how he did today? I had a pretty low bar, and he exceeded it. So um, I'm happy with it. Only one run, like you said, the wind. Um, you know, helped him a little bit, but I had a really low bar, and uh, you know, he definitely exceeded it, and I'm glad. Um, you know, well, only one run. And I was like Crystal said, I was hoping he'd go five innings, but the four, you know, uh, a little bit better than I expected. Yeah. I'm definitely pleased with how he performed. I mean, you know, we, we didn't expect that much and he came out and he held us to one run um, through those first four innings um, and only giving up a few hits. Um, I know he walked a few, which wasn't, you know, very efficient, but um, was able to get out of it a couple times, which was impressive <laughs> nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he can produce like that, you know, during at least the first half of the season and keep us in these games, um, I think we'll be in pretty good shape. Yeah. And to his, to his credit, Seattle works counts. Uh, you know, you're against one of the, is that you're going against a team that would make probably any, any starter look inefficient. Uh, and it's not as if the bullpen didn't flirt with some of that too. So this is a tough 
team to to not walk. They're picky, and you know, so you know, credit to all right. I've I've upped my assessment of Vince. All right, I'll say it's you know about neutral. My bar for him wasn't even in hell, but okay, I'm pleasing. Hey, listen, a win is a win. And the bullpen came in and did it. We're going to talk about the bullpen uh, after we take a quick break. Don't know how long we're going to go on this post-game podcast, but there is still a lot to talk about. So we'll talk about it. Hang with us. We'll be back in a minute. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. White Sox fans, it is post-game podcast number 10, home opener, winner. Man, it was a long game. It wasn't the most efficient game, but listen, it ended up as a win. Got a little scary. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. But 3-2 uh, win for the White Sox. And uh, let's move on to uh, Eloy uh, Jimenez. Had a very eventful day. Had a screaming Mimi of a ground ball, hardest hit ball of the game, as Crystal pointed out in her six-pack. Uh, is looking sometimes lost, but um, still managing. Uh, he's at an RBI, I believe, in every game. Uh, hustled the heck out of that ground out, which really ended up allowing, you know, uh, Luis put himself on third base to score on a ground ball. But, you know, if you don't make that contact, which he could not have, it was two strikes, uh, you don't get that run home and hustled. He booked his way to first base. And as he pointed out on the broadcast, man, he's got like a different sort of speed. It's not his outfield speed. His outfield speed is lost in the lights, but also made a really nice catch on that Luis Torrens uh, sort of line shot. Made a more typical uh, Eloy play by sort of kneeing that ball. Uh, into, but he, ended, he didn't end up in the net. He didn't get caught in the net. Uh, he ended up actually making a smart play by kicking that ball into the stands. Uh, unintentionally because if it had got past him, that's a triple or maybe even a homer would have been a very different game. Uh, what are you liking or not liking with what uh, we're seeing from Jimenez early on, aside from the fact that he's still healthy? He just stresses me out. <laughs> I'm going to get some more grays by the time this season is over. Like, I'm glad that he's fine. But it was like yesterday's game or the other day. Sunday's game too, he made some like ridiculous catch and like, can you please, can you please rein it in? I'm proud of you. Like, good job. Rein it in because I'm going to have a heart attack soon. Hey, credit, credit due Eloy. Uh, he managed to actually catch a fly ball that Luis wanted. He wanted that ball. I think it was like first inning or something. He wanted that ball. And he said something that made him back off and, you know, no bobblehead revisited. Hopefully they'll at least do that once for the actual bobblehead day. But uh, yeah, he's holding his own for that about 10 square feet of territory they give him left field to Rome. Uh, he's holding his own so far. Uh, Whitney, Christina, what are you thinking about Eloy so far? 
he's he's uh, you know holding his own in that small area he did have that catch near the wall today but then there's also moments where i just want to wrap him up in bubble wrap and just be like <laughs> no, no please don't move uh, but um you know he, he he looks improved and then he does something where i'm like what are you doing so um right now where it stands i'm still a little leery of his fielding but um you know, there are flashes where I'm like, okay, you're learning, you're learning, you're getting it. Yeah, kind of the same reaction. Um, he is just like a liability in left field, but he has looked much better. So I'll mm-hmm. give him that. I mean, that catch today was good. He's made some solid angles towards uh, center field though, as, you know, too far though, um, obviously we just pointed out. So hopefully he dies that down. That would be, um, that would be great since yeah. Luis is, Luis should just be covering as much ground as he can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's shown good power. So I'm hoping that he kind of breaks out and maybe starts hitting some homers soon. Yeah. And thank God Luis Torrens didn't hit that ball just with a little bit more launch angle would have took, uh, taken uh, Eloy back maybe just a, a couple more feet because then he's at the wall where he's going to get concussed or twisted up in somehow the wall. It would, you know, I mean, again, just like uh, uh, Vince's luck with the, with the wind, uh, things could have been a lot rougher. So let's just hope we keep crossing our fingers. And, you know, again, that he's, he's got that, I don't know, invisible, maybe he shouldn't think he has bubble wrap. He should not think he has bubble wrap. Because if he thinks that's bubble wrap, he's going to just keep kicking balls into the stands, run into the wall, uh, could be trouble. Yeah, let's just hope he lives through the for season because sure. it's going to be a great productive season for him, if not. And listen, I buried the lead. Don't mean to be telling stories out of school here, but as the game was going on, Crystal O'Keefe is getting her Luis uh, uh, Robert uh, uh, the tattoo. How did that work out, uh, Crystal? I mean, it doesn't really look anything like him. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little feminine, in fact. <laughs> But I, mean, right. I guess if he's like a, a lady devil, then yeah, he looks okay. great. You know, really, uh, Robert could take all forms. Let's face it. He can probably take she devil form. Today, he could have taken all forms. So it probably is an actu- uh, accurate depiction of his performance today. My artist, that was certainly a first. He was like, I've never had anybody listen to baseball and like take notes while getting their leg tattooed. And I was like, I'm just that hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a, a new press box uh, amenity. Yes, the roving tattoo artist in the press box. Um, hey, let's talk about the bullpen, at least maybe minus one guy. Uh, you know, Aaron Bum, uh, uh, Bennett Souza came in, got, seemed like maybe got, uh, I don't know, a little bit of strange. It seemed like he got a little bit of a, a rough deal, but didn't have the best outing. You know, handed the ball over to Arelo, who... Ooh, man, he is looking really good. And uh, I think uh, Tyrone Palmer had said, oh, I, I, I see him as the guy who's going to be the, the bridge guy to Hendricks this year. I'm thinking, I don't know if I want that. I think I, I, think I need him like as the, the number four man or the number five man. Let's stretch him out. Let's get that guy starting with what he's showing. I think we need him in a more valuable uh, position in the rotation because we don't exactly have a plethora of arms. But uh, Kendall Graveman. Uh, in addition to the enthusiasm, had himself a fantastic outing. This bullpen did what they need to do, knowing going into the game, they're going to have to cover some innings for uh, Vince Velasquez. Yeah, I agree. I want, I want Raylo. I want it to be like a Quebec Raylo Liam setup. I think he would work best there. I've seen it happen and it worked great, but I have been telling everybody he got that cataract surgery or whatever it was, and he can actually like see the plate calls and he's going to be great this year. I think everybody needs to give him more credit. I agree. I love Raylo. So I will 
stand him all day, but I mean, he definitely looks fantastic. Um, I agree with Brett number four starter, I think could be really useful, um, especially right now with everybody on the IL, but um, yeah, if not like the Kopech bridge, I love it. It was fantastic last year. I think it would be even more efficient this year. Um, now that they kind of settled in a little bit in 2021, but I'm looking forward to watching him more. I think he's going to be great too. Where is he pitch for you, Whitney? No, um, I agree with everything. Um, I, you know, I think he should be the number four. Um, he, you know, um, he'd be, I think in this beginning, um, part of the season with Lance Lynn out, I think using him in that position would be a lot more, um, beneficial. I don't think that he should be the bridge, uh, to Liam Hendricks down the road. Um, but I think utilizing him there at the beginning part of the season would definitely be beneficial. I'd be interested to know, I'm not sure any feature on his LASIK surgery has been out to say to the degree, because I know people get LASIK now for, for relatively minor corrections. I know my wife, when she got it, went from like not being able to see the alarm clock next to her. And then she could see like the tops of trees. She could see like the leaves of trees. It was like a whole new world for a person who had never had vision. Obviously, Raylo's vision had to be better than that to be a professional or even an amateur pitcher. But I would, I would be interested to know to what degree he feels like. Cause I mean, if it's in any way significant, I mean, that's a big deal that you're right. We might just be sweeping under the rug. I think I've assumed all along. It's like, ah, he doesn't want to wear glasses. He needs glasses. He doesn't really want to wear glasses for a minor correction. Like maybe I, I would need, um, you know, but I mean, if it's anything more significant than that, then man, first of all, congratulations for going ahead and getting it. And then listen, maybe not congratulations. It, 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 rescues your career. I mean, this is a guy now who could look forward to not only producing in a very significant way for the Sox, not just because they need somebody who can pitch, who's not me or, or any of you, uh, but actually could, you know, start to build toward making the big bucks, even have the White Sox or another team committing some significant, um, you know, money uh, and rotation space to him. I mean, this is the guy that when he came up, had the wonderful smile, had the electric stuff. And we're all like, this is the guy. And then, you know, uh, Lucas Giolito runs right past him, you know, Dane Dunning to some degree runs past him and, and, and gets traded in a big piece to get Lance Lynn back. So I'd be interested to know exactly to what degree he needed the, uh, he needed the correction. Uh, all right, before we get to Liam, let's just look ahead now to the rest of this homestand. No days off unless they're planning on canceling games for cold, which it sounds to me like who knows could happen. It sounds like it might get rough during the end of the week, but no games off. So in addition to sort of scrambling, even just for a starter on Thursday, you've got a bullpen that's going to continue to be taxed. A lot of guys getting a lot of use. Uh, you don't really want to kill these guys early in the same way. You don't want to kill your starters. Uh, you, are you feeling confident going into sort of the end of this week, looking past just today, we knew even going into Keuchel's start, Keuchel has got to stand up and give, he really needs to give five innings, if at all possible. He's a veteran. He's got to be able to do that because this bullpen, uh, Thursday, it's not going to be you know any easier with Lambert. You can't count on Jimmy Lambert giving you oh, like five or six innings. Uh, it's going to be a rough rough go, and three three runs is not going to cut it. The White Sox are going to have to step up and put the, put some more runs on the board because uh, you know otherwise. Otherwise, it may be a rough homestand. How do you see it playing out with uh, Keuchel tomorrow? And, and just with the, situ- the fact that the, the bullpen is going to be a little bit sort of compromised by definition uh, in, the, in these early weeks. Not great, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're, they're going to need to score at least 10 runs tomorrow with Keuchel. <laughs> I, at least 10. I, uh, 
I don't have much faith in him. <laughs> so uh, I hope they wake the bats up and they score more than three. I think at least 10 is what they're going to need tomorrow. Can we get Jose Abreu like those hot hands and hot toes to put him in the <laughs> right. and like just warm his body temperature up? Because maybe if he's fooled into thinking it's yeah. like June, he will actually do something. He seems so miserable. His, his beard, his rubber banded beard doesn't fool me. He looks so miserable. I just want, I really do want to fast forward him to May 1st and let the rest of the team just language in April because yeah, it, it's actually sort of sad. I can, I can feel his pain. Come on, Jose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to be out there in the cold either. <laughs> um, yeah. Keuchel, um, I'm not really sure. I'm going to, I'm going to hope that Maybe he watched Vince go out there and like absolutely not suck and is like, <laughs> you know what? I can do that. Um, Cause I will take that from him. You know yeah. what I mean? He threw 90 pitches in a simulated game. So it seems like he's ready to go longer than four innings. Hopefully we can get five. I mean, six would be a miracle, I think, mm-hmm. but that would be cool. The bullpen could use a break, I think before the weekend as well. I hope Vince gives him that like speech that he was giving everybody before about how they're a winning culture. Like I want Vince to just go in tonight and be like, look, we're a winning culture. You need to step it up Dallas. Cause man, you're rough. Yeah. Dallas's first lecture went really well. I guess I don't think Ricky liked it. It went pretty well. Everybody gave him really credit in, in 2020. Like, Oh my gosh, he's a veteran uh, boy. Since then, man, he, he has really needed to wire that mouth. A shot. And so hopefully maybe there is, there is some <clears throat> humility. Uh, I actually, I'm going to play the Adrian Serrano role here. I don't think he's going to win 12 or 13 games this year necessarily, but I, I, I actually think he will come through enough for the white sex, at least to get five. Uh, I think he's going to find a way to do that. And maybe he saw things like, Hey, you know, like, you know, like he caught that ball and you know, the defense has been generally solid. I know Leori's, you know, he's a little confused what position he's playing, but uh, you know, besides that, I mean, the, obviously, Luis uh, Robert, uh, f- fantastic right field has not been a liability at all. So maybe he can actually just chill and, and be like, all right, the guys are going to catch the ball. I pitch the contact. Let me try to trust these guys. Who knows what the conditions are going to be, especially as a night game. Oh, Lord, I, it's going to be very weird. So, yeah, I suppose as I'm talking, I'm talking myself out of this. It could just be a one in each start. But I'm hoping that as a veteran, you know, he keep the ball down, but do what he needs to do. Uh, maybe it's going to be an even year thing. 2020, fantastic. 2021, oh, so forgettable. 2022, here's where it starts, Dallas. Here's where it starts. It's pep talk from all of us. Um, okay, uh, the, the the horror show of what the bullpen, the tattered remains of the bullpen after this homestead, by the end of the homestand aside. Uh, well, speaking of tattered remains, let's move on to Liam Hendricks, who has struggled. Uh, three strikeouts in a save today i'm not sure somebody needs to maybe let liam know that he can get a save with a two-run lead doesn't have to be one run lead uh but boy and 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 one really cheap uh piece of contact that weird uh circus ball that was bouncing out of his glove but you know otherwise two two pieces of hard contact run scored scared the heck out of the fans who were still bravely cheering and standing because probably because they were cold but and want to go home but uh it got the job done but man, he is not making it easy so far. Thoughts on Liam Hendricks, our lovable uh, closer at the moment. So Mr. OK asked me recently if he was just a prank because every single game he watches, 
he just blows it, like just completely crumbles in front of him. So he was like, why do people like this guy? Is he a, is he a prank? And I'm like, no, he's, he's good, but I don't know, like maybe just quit watching games, like focus on your Mets for a little bit so I can get good Liam back. Cause I think you're just jinxing it. I don't think he was watching today. I'm not really sure, but yeah. I just, I don't know what's up with him. Maybe now he's in a weird mental headspace. <laughs> I'm, this is revealing interesting background information on Mr. Okay. I'm going to have to file it away. Uh, yeah. If you have to ask if he's a prank, that's not a good sign. I got to say, I don't know what that means. It's not a good sign. Uh, like him. <laughs> yeah. Christina, Whitney, uh, thoughts on our, our closer, you know, for the moment, for the time. I don't know if Kimball, you know, transferred some sort of medical like <laughs> mindset to him or something where now he can't pitch him the ninth or what, but um, I, he's, you know, a little concerning right now. Um, I'm hoping he gets it together. I'm hoping it's, you know, a fluke, shorter spring type thing, and he gets it together here in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully sooner than that, but, you know, um, hopefully he gets it together sooner than later. Liam, if you pulled some sort of stunt where it's like when Craig got uh, traded, he's like, hey, mate, you know, you got that really cool uh, warm-up jacket. They didn't get one of those to me. Give it to me. If you're wearing like any of his stuff, like his stirrups or his cap or something, please get rid of it. Put it somewhere. Don't use it. It's not working because the, the theory, which I think there's something to it, what Whitney's come up with here, this theory could be real. And if it is, this is a very easy thing to correct, Liam. Just get rid of the stuff. Give it to give it to a clubby, give it to a fan, make a fan, have, give it to the kid who did the yes. Kimbrel dance. Come on. That kid deserves it. Not you. Sorry, Liam. You got enough stuff. Uh, Christina, how you feeling about Liam Hendricks? Up closer? Um, he's been able to get it done. I guess I'll say that that's my positive. Um, if he keeps doing this throughout the year, I'm going to have severely <laughs> high blood pressure. <laughs> Uh, because I mean, he just makes it so hard for himself. I'm looking at his stats and he's got, he's only pitched two innings. Obviously they have not gone well, but all he has got five strikeouts. So like you're striking guys out, but then like anytime the bat is hitting the ball, it's, you know, hard contact or scoring a run. So let's hope that he can just continue missing the bat ideally. Otherwise I, he just kind of needs to figure it out, maybe settle in. We're having fun with Liam, you know, because he's our guy. We're having fun with Liam here, but maybe somebody needs to explain to him also culturally, he can cuss when like good things happen. Doesn't always have to be like he's cussing because he gave up a home run or he gave up some hard contact or he missed his spot. You know, he, you can, you, there's happy cussing, Liam. I mean, I know he does a little bit of that, but maybe just exclusively have foul mouthed happiness. Give it a, give it a try on this homestand. I'm waiting for Christy to just like start screaming at him from like where all the wives sit. <laughs> And I mean, there was that one time she's like screaming at him. She's like, you're tipping your pitches, mm-hmm. you idiot. And I'm like, we need, if she's there, if she's there, she needs to just start screaming at him and maybe he'll move things along. Yeah. On opening day, it's tough. You know, you got a big crowd. I'm guessing the crowds aren't going to be too huge the rest of this homestand per se. So I'm going to guess that voice is going to be able to carry. Plus it's going to warm her up. So yes, definitely scream, you know, big, whatever the pet name is you know, big dummy, whatever, just, yeah, focus, cut it out, just get the save. You're not getting paid by the pitch. Come on, Liam. We all love you. Come on. Uh, hey, anything we missed about this game? It's a win. Uh, we got some fireworks. Uh, uh, Luis Rivera, oh, jaw-dropping. Um, 
really looking like the MVP pick there. Uh, I don't know where you fell there, Erdo. Uh, I know I did not pick him as AL MVP. I did pick him as White Sox MVP, as most of us did. I think but, I picked him as White Sox MVP. I might have gone Vladdy for AL MVP. Right, but, right. um, I mean, I'm in on Luis Robert MVP train. I am so in, so... Yes, I love Crystal, it. Crystal. Once again, your predictions will lead us to the promised land. Well, I'm I'm already I'm on the I'm on the O'Keefe train there. Aside from that Mets thing, that's got me confused. I'm upset by, it. but uh, yeah. So so far, so good. Uh, early favorite for MVP with performances like this in a game that doesn't even seem that spectacular. And that's the amazing thing. It's it's one thing when you have you know a three homer game. When you have a game where you're winning with wheels, when you're winning with defense. Uh, making those plays look that's a play that not many people are going to make at all and he made it i don't say look easy he made it look pretty easy uh adjustments at the plate the fact that he looked badly fooled by the break and stuff by this really excellent we should give a little kudos to brash excellent start on his part this guy looks really tough and i'm happy he's not an al central pitcher he seems like a guy who should be pitching for cleveland for god's sake but to make that adjustment that flat-footed home run. He's looking. Uh, he's looking fastball. Adjusted the breaking stuff. He's got no power. His feet are planted, and just in the swing, he kicks the ball. What is it, Crystal? Four hundred nine feet. Astounding to the to the other yeah. way. Uh, astounding. Yeah, this guy. This is a guy you can ride to a World Series. So, hey, happy Luis Robert Day. It is uh, win number three. Uh, a happy post-game podcast. Thanks to Crystal O'Keefe. Whitney Hale, as a rookie on the podcast, thank you. Very good job. Appreciate you joining us. And Christina Erdo, who is our bird cap recapper. And uh, you'll see her later on in the week during this homestand, doing some other stuff as well. Crystal's always around. She's always doing stuff. It's like pretty much every game. Exactly. See, (laughs) here she comes. It's Crystal O'Keefe rocking it for us on Southside Stocks. Well, you'll be reading... All three of my guests, including occasionally even myself, on the page of the Southside Sox, including podcasts. We won't have any post-game podcasts anytime soon unless we got some spectacular thing like uh, last year around this time, Crystal, and we uh, hooked up with Joe and did our Carlos Rodon Almost Perfect Game post-game podcast. Yes. Oh, Carlos, we could my inhaler the entire night (laughs) we could really use you now carlos but hey we got vince velasquez we got ronaldo lopez we got jimmy lambert and we got dallas keigel tomorrow uh tune in great coverage (laughs) crystal keep it so lucky she's gonna need to cover two aspects of a dallas keigel start something i'm sure she never ever ever would have voted for before the season began but dallas is gonna He's going to prove you wrong, Crystal. He is going to give you a W tomorrow. Let's think that way, at least okay. a while longer. And then maybe uh, Billy will come by and say, is Dallas Keuchel a prank? And you'll look at him and say, yeah, yeah. He Dallas Keuchel is a prank. <laughs> he knows better with that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in on our post-game podcast and reading all our great stuff in uh, Southside Sox. We'll keep rolling it out at you. we got tons of coverage, including uh, not always all done by Crystal O'Keefe, but sometimes that is the case. Tomorrow, tune in to the Crystal O'Keefe Show, covering the White Sox and the Mariners. Dallas Keuchel, start. I basically earmarked all of them for her because she's such a big fan. Dallas Keuchel is trash. Hopefully not tomorrow. We will not sing that song. All right. Thanks everybody for listening, reading, sometimes even watching. Thanks guests. Thanks for showing up. Long day. Uh, Get back at it uh, tomorrow, Crystal. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.